Welcome to 360Biz, where you always learn about education, entrepreneurship, leadership, brought to you by Bulelani, Bola Bola. Welcome guys to a beautiful, welcome guys to a beautiful episode of uh, 360Biz, where we give entrepreneurs the great opportunity to be profiled, um, learn about great um, entrepreneurial strategies, and I mean, we're sitting in studio with amazing people today, and I mean, we're going to be touching across a lot of things. So, I mean, our feature entrepreneur for today is the amazing Mr. Zarif Menti, who has done extremely well through his book, um, Empire. He's recently won, um, what is it again? One day leader, yeah, one day leader. No, no, wait. What is it again? <laughs> it is not the second day leader or the third day leader. He's won one day leader. He came out number one, tried and tested over a number of weeks, and he came out number one. And it's a great honor and a privilege to have you here. He's an entrepreneur of note, a politician of note, a youth leader of note, and at the tender age of 16? I'm kidding. <laughs> 22. I mean, we've got amazing guys in studio. We've got Gibbs in studio. We're going to be talking to the guys at the Hookup Dinner about their upcoming event on Friday. We're going to be talking to Emmanuel Bonok about the, the event that he's got happening in Soweto, the Connect Biz, um, which is happening on Saturday. And then we've got an amazing gentleman all the way from Tembisa who won a pitch at um, the Township Entrepreneurs. And we'll be featuring him today. Tabang, man, how are you doing? I'm good, and you say? I'm good, man. So... We're gonna just jump straight to it. And I mean, you're on, you, you're in what we call the hot seat. So you want to pitch. That is what got you in here, right? Yes. Cool. So I mean, just, uh, greet the people. Give us your name. Tell us who you are. And then we'll just jump straight to the questions. Hi guys. I'm Tawang Mushala, all the way from Tembisa in, it, uh, in Pumulong. I went to Pumulong Secondary School and here am I today. I want to pitch at tea. I want to, I, I want to get more exposure to go out there. Thank you. Okay, cool. So, before, <laughs> are you ready though? Because I mean, we're gonna give you about thirty seconds to pitch. Um, what, what what put you in a good position to win the last time? Are you ready? Should I give you some time? So I'll give you about thirty seconds. So, guys, if you wanna join in on the conversation or wanna listen in, it's cliffcentral.com. The numbers to dial into the studio at zero eight six one triple five one eight nine. On Twitter, we are at cliffcentral.com. Facebook, Cliff Central. Um, and WeChat, our WeChat ID is Cliff Central. You can also tag me on any conversations at at Bulelani Bala at Bulelani Bala. Would you like to throw in your um, your Twitter handle? Absolutely. I'm Fazlan Taufi from Gibbs Enterprise Development Academy, and you can get us on Twitter at Gibbs Academy or Gibbs SA. Twitter at at Gibbs yeah. Academy. At Gid- Gibbs Academy or at Gibbs SA. Perfect, Zarif sir. Cool, man. Yeah, um, you guys can catch me on Instagram at I am Zarif Menti or get onto the website www.zarifmenti.com. Cool. I'll introduce them a bit later on. I've afforded you enough time. Your time starts in exactly three, two, one, go. Uh, I'm a boy uh, from uh, Pumulong and I was running a muffin. Uh, sort of like, yeah, I could say muffin tech shop at school where I used to sell muffins. So I had to stop for a while because of metrics. So now I want to start a, a mobile kitchen where because of the reason why I want to start it is because there's a school uh, in 
where I come from, whereby the school learners jump the fences to go out there to buy food whilst they could, they, have, they, they should have food at their doorstep. So I want to op- open a tech shop there at the school. I already, I already spoke to the principal and he said, he gave me a go ahead and say, you know what? I believe in you. You can't do it because of a mind that is full or a mind that is full of that, a mind that is full of fears. It will never achieve great dreams. Here I am I today, here at cliffcentral.com. I'm saying I want to get out there because of I, I believe that I can do it. I believe that I can get out there. Uh, I'm a boy from Tembisa, a township. I say, you know what? Uh, you know what? Uh, go there. Achieve your dreams. Anything is possible. If you believe, if you love what you do, passion only. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I mean, so <clears throat> that's, you know, the segments that we have, um, Zarif, it's purely for guys that are coming up because these are the leaders of tomorrow. I mean, he'll be emulating some of the things that you're doing today and some of the things that we're doing today on a greater level. And, but I mean, I don't know if you guys have got any thoughts or any opinions with regards to his pitch. I'll start with you, beautiful lady. Yeah, I think, um, Tabang, I think. Exactly what the principal said to you, exactly um, what you've just said to us. The passion um, is foremost in an entrepreneur's mind. Um, at the EDA, we, we teach at, um, entrepreneurship attributes, for example. It's something that people think you're born with. Not necessarily. You can learn it. You can. It's on-the-job training, really. Um, and what those attributes and what that passion does is... In the face of failure, and entrepreneurs need to fail. It's not a swear word. It's not a bad thing. In the face of failure, it's that that will take you to the next step. It's that understanding, and like he said, uh, uh, a mind full of fears will get nowhere. But a mind full of the the belief in possibility, the belief in self, is what will get you through the failure. It will help you fail forward. So I think your pitch is phenomenal. It speaks of who you are and why you want to do what you do. It's not a, a selfish kind of need that you want to enrich yourself. Um, and I, I, I can't wait to, to come and taste your food all <laughs> over Joburg, let alone Tempisa only. Oh, thank you. Tabang, um, look, firstly, congratulations on winning you know, the pitch at tea. Um, you know, obviously you have something and it's all about the thing that you were speaking about your mind, right? It's all about your mindset. So if you have that mindset and you're, and you're ambitious and I can see you hungry for growth, mm-hmm. you're not hungry for success. And like she said, you don't want to just be selfish about it. You want to see growth in your community. Um, I think that you headed in a very good direction. I think that you can create a very lucrative business out of it and also assist a lot of people from it. Um, but I think that you, you have what it takes, man. You definitely, like Bulalani says, you have what it takes. You're definitely a future leader of this country and you need to just keep working hard and be ambitious and, you know, everything's headed your way, definitely, without a doubt. Congratulations, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, Tabang, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, hey, I could say. <coughs> I'm a passionate, I'm a passionate uh, person. If I, I put my mind to something, as Dr. Murphy said, the power of the subconscious mind. If you set your mindset right, I could say anything that I want to do, I'm a go-getter. I'm passionate. I love what I do. Hence, I say it now, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, uh, there's nothing much that I can say, but I'm ready to go out there and showcase my thing. Uh, uh, as we'll be having a tea, a tea conference again on the 23rd. I'll, I'll make sure that I'm going to pick some muffins, something good, uh, 
for the people out there. Thanks. It's a, it's a cool thing because we're celebrating one year. One year. So yes. we can definitely. So I mean, Tabang, um, the development doesn't end here. We're going to hook you up with some pretty cool people. Maybe Gibbs will do something with you. But apart from that, how do people get a hold of you? If anyone is listening out there, they're an entrepreneur who's in the same field. Who's running a bakery, confectionery? Who's, who's who's an entrepreneur who's really who really would like to mentor you? How do they get a hold of you? So, what is your number, Twitter, whatever you'd like to divulge? Uh, you can get a hold of me on Facebook at Tabang TNG Mushala, Tabang TNG Mushala on Facebook. Then uh, my email address is Mushala TNG at Gmail dot com, or my phone numbers is zero six one three four six zero Thank you. My man, thank you very much. I hope you continue to succeed and I hope that you continue to do well and stay strong. Yeah. Yeah, so stay you. on the mic uh, just in case we need your input on anything. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> this particular segment in the conversation, I would love to just, you know, jump in to start, I mean, jump into having a conversation with Zarif Minty, who's done extremely well. He's a gentleman and a brother that I tremendously um, look up to. I love the work that he does. We are family. I mean, I just watch him every day on IG, on Twitter, and I think that the work that he's doing is phenomenal. I mean, if uh, I know that the age gap, the age difference between the two of us is about four years, five years. But I mean, I know that. Um, <laughs> I know that. I mean, if I was his age and to be doing the things that he's doing, I would have been a hundred years ahead of my peers. And every time I look at him, I'm thinking to myself, he's already ten years ahead of me, and it motivates me, and it inspires me so well. Zarif, sir, how are you, man? I'm great, B. Like, first, can we just take a moment just to say happy birthday to you? Like, you know, there's going to be a lot of bees in this, but happy belated birthday to you, Bulalani. Um, and especially to the little Furby right there next to you, which is extremely cute, guys. You guys can't see it, but it's like one of those McDonald's Furbies, and he put, like, headphones on it and, you know, hits his little signature idol that's next to him here. So it's very cute. It's very adorable. <laughs> um, but, yeah, happy birthday, man. You know, you're doing so well for no, yourself. and it, um, It's just an honor to be on the show, you know. Like, I, I look up you so much man you inspire me so much bro like hands down <laughs> you see these guys you see these very successful guys they never like to take compliments they'll always throw it back at you so zarif man tell us a bit about yourself and i mean the work that you've done sure man um so i mean i've you know i'm i'm, I'm currently studying my llb law degree at Wits university i'm in my final year now so we're looking at six more months and then i'm done um and then i'm into politics i'm in the anc as well i am the spokesperson for nine wards in the anc so i cover the whole of zone 16 um we're doing a lot of work obviously with local elections coming up um away from that i'm an author as well i'm a best-selling author um, my book's in exclusive books at the moment um we've sold over ten and a half thousand copies to date um, I'm also involved in a PR and marketing company. I have my own PR and marketing company. We're doing great things. We have great, um, you know, clients at the moment. Um, one of them is DJ Arts Jr., which is someone I can disclose. Other clients are obviously confidential because they prefer to be, you know, more low key about it. But yeah, man, you know, it's just about, Building up yourself in different platforms, and I strongly believe in that. So, I mean, um, things like making the Mail and Guardian top 200 list, winning one day leader, I think it all just plays on the whole concept of what I'm trying to encourage young people to do, um, which is the domino mindset and the whole domino effect where 
you watch other people do good things and then you kind of take great things from all of them and you put it into yourself um, and you keep on developing yourself on different platforms and different ab- avenues and that's how you're going to become you know a much better person holistically speaking um, so that's what we're trying to push right now Zarif man <laughs> you've said a mouthful but here's, <laughs> here's one of the things that struck out to me I mean you're doing all these things and you're very busy when do you get the time to study so my study sessions are usually from 1 o'clock in the morning until 3 o'clock in the morning. I find it to be the best time because obviously it's not a working day. It's not, um, you know, no one's really looking at their emails. No one's responding to you. Everyone's sleeping. You know, no one's on WhatsApp. So it's the perfect time to just put everything away, study for two or three hours, um, and then get back onto the hustle. When do you sleep? <laughs> when do you sleep? Look, man, my, my sleeping periods are very limited at the moment. So, like, we're looking at two or three hours of sleep a night. But I'm so used to it. Like, it forms part of my routine now. So, I don't get tired. Like, I feel like my body can, you know, is suffice on two or three hours of sleep. And it's fine. As long as my body's happy, I'm happy. More time to hustle. <laughs> 10,000 copies sold. What inspired the book? Um, the book was mainly created because I saw a gap in the market. I felt... I was so annoyed when I used to go for VAC work to law firms. Um, and I used to see the difference between, um, you know, your, your CAs, which is your candidate attorneys, and then your everyone else, like your associates, your senior associates. And you look at some of your candidate attorneys who come from different backgrounds, right? Like from different circumstances. And you can see the difference between them and those who go to like, you know, your Crawford Santons or your Crawford Lone Hills. Um, it was purely based on the whole network aspect. So a lot of them didn't have the ability to network when they entered into those spaces. And it kind of delayed their progression as much as they were, might have been smarter than those students who went to Crawford Center and who worked much harder than them. They just didn't have the ability to create those relationships very quickly. So that's why Empire, you know, as the birth of Empire came from that. And it's a way to actually encourage people from high school level already, from high school, from primary school level, from university level to learn how to network, to learn how to brand yourself. Um, because it only leads to greater things in the future. It opens up doors for you, man. My man, like, I mean, you know, when you talk about the things that you're talking about now, it truly inspires me. But I mean, I know that you're a PR genius. How did you get the book to 10,000 copies? I mean, the guys that I know out there who are well known, but they are not able to push their book to 10,000 copies. Some have been in the, I mean, they have been in the media space for years and years and years. And here you come, a 22 year old who's been able to sell 22, sorry, who's been able to sell, I mean, just well over 10,000 copies. I mean, how'd you do that? Look, B, I think I think it goes along the lines of, you know, I believe being in PR, it's all about, you know, creating that hype. And I think that, that as much as your product can be really great, um, if you don't have the hype, Dave, you don't let people know about it, it's just going to be an average sale. It's just going to be something that's going to reach very few people. It's the same way as if you look at someone like DJ Spoo, for example. You know, DJ Spoo has great quality and great content. There might be another DJ Spoo out there in the industry, but because he doesn't have the following, he doesn't have the, you know, the influence, he doesn't, he doesn't have the ability to, you know, change people's lives that easily so it works the same way with the book if you have the if you can create a platform or a network for you where you know you can create those avenues for your book um it just makes it easier. The hype creates itself. You just, you know, you use social media, you use Instagram, you use um, different platforms, you use news agencies, you use whatever it takes to get your product out there because you believe in your product. You want your product to go out there and change people's lives and you're not going to stop until you do that. So I think that's the main thing. It's just that hunger that you have to see your product become what you see in your mind. Do you think that you'll ever trade in law? 
Do you think I would ever? Do you think that you will ever practice? Oh, do I ever think I would? I think I would. I think I have this plan in mind where I'm going to do my articles while I'm still busy with politics and business and that. So for, it's going to take me about two more years to obviously complete my articles. Um, and then I'm already um, um, a registered attorney, whatever. But um, I'm going to actually franchise law firms. I, you know, I've obviously looked at the top five law firms at the moment, Balduar and um, Weber Wenzel, Norton Rose. And I noticed that there's a huge gap in the market, man. You know, they, they obviously cover um, you know c- cases with huge accounts with um, you know big budgets but what about your everyday person who wants to gain the same quality of um, of, of service um, so I'm thinking of franchising law firms where you actually have them available in different communities which are not part of your big five. So not in Cape Town, not in Durban, not in Johannesburg, but in Nelspruit, for example, um, or in Pumalanga, for example. And then you actually become a top five law firm in that sense where you're covering that industry and that market. So, yeah, that's something I'm going to do in the next 12 to 15 years. Yeah, Interesting. I've never, ever heard of anyone franchising law firms. Never. I mean, talk about innovation because that is what innovation purely is when – in two industries collide or rather when you see a gap in the market and you fuse it up with whatever it is that is going on out there that is a gap that you could fill so which is totally totally interesting yeah i mean if you're looking at if you're looking at like stats at the moment right for unemployment rates for the number of graduates that come out of its university especially law school and they have nowhere to go i think it's silly you know a lot of them have the experience they have the quality um we need to fill up those gaps we need to provide you know it, it costs so much of money to get your law degree at this university um it's just sad that they don't get those opportunities so i think that's obviously going to create that platform it's going to be that solution to that problem as well at the same time providing great quality service for people who who need those legal needs so zarif man um i know that quite recently you won uh, one day leader how was that experience just tell us about the journey Gosh, bro, like I think I would encourage any young person, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of young people listening right now, go out and apply for season six of One Day Leader, um, sorry, season five of One Day Leader. Make sure that you guys go and ap- apply as soon as possible. Make sure that, um, you know, you want to form part of that experience. I think I've learned so much about myself through those 13 weeks. Um, I've actually, you know, being put in a, in a house with five complete strangers and then, you know, letting them become complete friends to you. Like with, today we're looking at those five of them and I look at them as some of them as best friends, some of them as work colleagues. And I think that's what's really important. I think it's, you know, it's about the growth that comes from 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 these experiences. I, I never knew I was um, what leadership meant until I went on the show and I started developing myself throughout the week. So, yeah, man, it was a great experience. And, you know, young people should definitely go out and do that. So here's my thing, right? You're doing PR. Who taught you? <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I always believe in this, right? And I know I get so much of stick for saying this, but you don't need a marketing degree to to know how to market yourself. You don't need a politics degree to get into politics. Yes, for law, you might need it because obviously you need to learn the law and all of that, and it's not easily available, and there's no way for you to do that other way. But, I mean, HR as well. HR is something that's so basic, you can learn it through your experiences. So HR, marketing, politics, business, all of this, you don't need a formal certificate to get you to that level. Um, it's all about work experience at the end of the day. I think I've learned from people like Kenny Kunene who have spent time with when I was 16, when I was 15. Um, and he taught me ways of marketing that is so innovative. It's so practical. It's so 
what we actually need to teach young people these days, you know, learning from people like Gaten McKenzie, learning from people um, like these marketing gurus. You know, I know a lot of people in the industry that have mentored me throughout the years that people don't actually know about. And I think that having mentors is a very important aspect. I think the more mentors you have in your life and which in whichever industry you actually want to enter into, I think that plays a very important role in you gaining that work experience that you wouldn't have been able to get, um, you know, if you only had um, a formal certificate or whatever it might be. <laughs> you know, you've got me sitting here thinking to myself, what the heavens have I been doing with my life, man? Because, no I mean, way. you're pretty so inspirational. Because, I mean, we're sitting with a young man who's in studio right now, Tabang. And, I mean, I think that, he, you know, I, I, would, I, would, I would be really inspired. I hope you are, if I was sitting next to someone like you. But, I mean, you mentioned the Mail and Guardian 200 young people. Which year was it? And, I mean, how'd that whole entire process go? Yeah, man. So it was, uh, 2014. Um, you know, and what is really nice about it is at that stage, I was running in the national elections, um, with one of the political parties. So I was fifth on the parliamentary list and we went all around the country. We, you know, spoke to, I don't know how many thousands of young people. Um, and I think my work in, obviously I got nominated under the politics and governance section of, of, of the Mail and Guardian. So it was more based on politics, based on governance. And what was nice is that I think I really enjoyed that experience. I think, you know, running in the election, Actions is something that I wish every young person can do it, and I really hope every young person goes out and enters into politics, enters into those industries. And if you're really comfortable and you love the whole idea of leadership and you love the importance of governance, go out there and you know join a political party, form part of that of that electorate, and make sure that you do well. Um, yeah, I think it was a great experience, man. They they nominated me. I think someone nominated me, and then they had a look at you. They screen you. They see what type of person you are. They look at your social media. They look at you on Google. That's such an important thing, man. You know, people don't know how important is it when you Google your name. Um, um, and some dodgy things come up or some weird pictures of, of you at a, at a party, whatever. So make sure that you filter and you content, the content of your social media and your Google is really strong, right? Like make sure that when you type in your name, make sure that the first seven pages only show great things about you. Um, so yeah, I think that, that obviously played a very important role and I made the 2014 list. So Zarif, there's PR. You've got PR, you've got law, you've got politics. Which one stands up the most for you? What drives you? What inspires you? I love, I love marketing and PR, man. I've, I've, I think I remember speaking to my brother about this at the age of 16 and I was like, listen, at the age of 23, before I turn 23, I'm going to open up a PR company and I'm going to, and I'm going to do this. And I think I had this plan in my mind. You know, people think that you, you know, you go with the flow and you kind of see what happens next, but this, this whole thing was planned out. It was a complete path. It was something that I knew. You, okay, this is the first step, the next step, the following step to get me to the PR and marketing company. And, you know, um, you know, in, in, in that sense, at 22, the, the, the PR company has started. We have brilliant clients, you know, the company is doing very well and it's just growing from strength to strength. So I think it's very important that young people have a direction in their life. You know where you're headed. You, you know, as long as you have some form of a path where you know that, okay, the first step is this, the next step is that, um, I think it plays a very important role in, in being focused and, you know, get you to your goals that you actually want to achieve. What does a 30-year-old Zarif look like? Gosh, a 30-year-old Zarif will hopefully be in parliament <laughs> and be, you know, um, you know, interacting with, with society in that sense. But I think that a 30-year-old Zarif would be one that's going to spend large amounts of his time giving back to society. I think that I was really 
you know, I was, I was humbled and grateful that, um, I got the opportunity to be, be mentored by so many great people. As much as, you know, I had the hunger to go and meet those people and get into contact with them. Um, the fact that it actually, you know, happened and it progressed, I think I, I feel like I need to provide that back to other people. So it's going to be someone who spends a lot of time, you know, building other people, building new leaders. And I think that's very important. Um, we can't be a society that's only based on ourselves. You know, selfish lifestyles used to be the, the previous norm and we need to get rid of that in South Africa now. It's, it's, it's nonsense. Um, so a 30 year old Zarif would be someone who wants to obviously work on his build a school foundation. We are planning on building three schools by 2017. Um, so by 30, man, hopefully a lot of schools will be built. Um, yeah. And I think that. I'm going to be someone who really goes after everything I want. You know, I saw Drake yesterday. He had an event at uh, the Nelson Mandela Center of Memory um, where a lot of like the ANC guys were there. And he said something so profound. He was like, you know, if I can, if I can make my dreams come true, like it, it anyone can do it. You know, I came from, from nothing actually. Um, I came from humble beginnings. Um, no one knew who I was. No one believed in me. And I just came out and I really believed in myself. I had that hunger. Um, and I think it touched so many young people away from it being Drake. I think people listen to his words so much and it kind of just, you know, reflected on everyone. So I believe in that. I think that we all need to just go out there. If you're really hungry, if you're ambitious like Tabang over here, like the world is your oyster, man. It doesn't matter where you come from or what you're doing right now. It's where you see yourself in 15 or 20 years and you're going to get there because you're going to work hard to get there. And that's important. Man, I think that you've truly inspired a lot of our listeners today, but I'm sure there are people out there wondering, what sort of portfolio would be, would you be attending to in Parliament <laughs> or rather in the government? I'm so yeah, interested. I think I think I think definitely the Department of Education. I think you know education and building schools and all of that. It just forms perfectly with me. I, I love it. I understand it. I understand where we need to go. Um, I've spoken to you know the Deputy Minister of Higher Education. I've spoken to the Minister of Basic Education. Like I know what we need to do to make our country great and to make our education system better. So I think you know it's something that's long term, but it's something that I really want to push through myself. And I mean. I can't, you know, end this particular profile without asking th- these two or three questions. Yeah. <laughs> With the political state in the country right now, where I mean, where does it... Not, I think I'm phrasing my question wrong. What do you think of the current state of politics in, in, in South Africa right now? I think I think there's pros and cons to where we are right now. I think it's very important that we have competition in parliament. I think it's very important that we hold our leaders accountable. So having different political parties in place and making sure that they hold the current leadership in you know accountable is very important i'll never take that away from from how what's great about our parliament right now um i think the bad things about it is that we're too stuck on ind- individualizing you know certain certain parliamentary members so um we need to look at um, the fact that many other people can do what you can do right now so you know what i'm saying there's a lot of well-trained, educated people. And I think when we change the mindset and we start moving away from, I can only do this, but more over someone else can do it as well. Um, you know, I need to do the best I can to make sure that I keep my position and I, you know, I do very well. So I think it should be more results driven than more based on who you are as a person, um, or what your image is in society. I think that's also very important, but I think there's a lot of issues that needs to be covered over the next five to 10 years. Um, obviously one of the predominant ones is the fees must fall issue. Um, we need to work better. I, and I always say this, we're not giving young people enough responsibility when it comes to government. So when you look at other countries like China, um, they give them so much of responsibility at like 16, 17, 18. They already open them up to avenues in governance so that by the time they turn 25, 26, they're already, you know, well researched. They already experienced. We don't do that in South Africa. You know, we kill, still keep our young people in different leagues. So we have the youth league. Um, which is just more of like a, you know, I think honestly, I believe it's a time waster. I think it's, it doesn't really, you know, encourage much at all. Um, so we really need to work on 
creating more of a platform for young people among national politics. I think it's also very important that we look at issues of unemployment. We look at the high rates of um, of the of the exchange rate at the moment. Um, we have a lot of work to do in South Africa. You know, it would be silly for us as a young person, even in the ANC, to say that we don't. Um, but I do believe in the future of the leadership. I look at people like Malusi Kikaba. I look at Mazondile Masina. Um, and I look at Mdujuzi um, Manana and I think of the future of, of the ANC. And I think it, it looks great. I think if we get more people like that, uh, moving forward um, Our country is Headed in a good In a good place And just wrapping it up I know you're a very busy man So what are you busy with This weekend? Um, gosh This weekend is going to be Super busy It's the Leadership 2020 Billionaire convention Coming up So it's events happening On Thursday night Friday night The whole of Saturday The whole of Sunday You know We're going to have Huge people coming in DJ Spoo's going to be there Timothy Maurice um, Andrew Barsa From Australia um, And I think it's A wonderful place For young people To just you know Learn as much as they can About different avenues So they're teaching people About the whole um, in- Music industry Teaching people about um, You know Empowerment Teaching them about about networking, teaching them about everything and anything you need to become successful. Um, so if there's any young people listening out there, go out there, go to www.leadership2020.co.za. Make sure that you book your tickets now for the Billionaire Convention coming up over this weekend. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be great, man. DJ Spoo's hosting us, so it's going to be great. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then tell us again, how do people get in touch? Okay. Or how do people buy their tickets or get info? Yeah, I mean, one one easy way would be obviously go on to DJ Spoo's social media and find you know all the contact details there. But if you can't do that, go on to www.leadership2020.co.za um, or just go onto the Facebook page, type in Leadership 2020 and you'll get all the contact details and all the account details from there. Make your purchase and you know save your seat for a better future for tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm so used to speaking at crowds. I almost said, let's give them a round of applause. <laughs> but man, thank you very much. I know that you're still here with us. We truly, truly appreciate it. And I mean, we've got another, we've got a, I mean, one of the guys that are doing amazing things in South Africa, who's a game changer as well, who's a game changer as well, who'll be joining us a little bit later on um, in the conversation. The guys from the hookup dinner, Pakiso, along with his partner, Lebu. But I mean, I think I would like to now entertain Gibbs. Gibbs, how are you? Represent Gibbs. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and I'm well, thank you. <laughs> just, just introduce yourself to the listeners. Tell us who how you after are. that. After Zarif, how do you follow that? So I apologize in advance. I am not going to be as dynamic, but what I'm offering, I'm hoping really is. So I work for the Enterprise Development Academy at Gibbs, and as the name says, we look to provide. Um, platforms and training to help entrepreneurs like the both of you and others in the country, especially underserved entrepreneurs. So Zarif, you spoke about um, the Crawford kind of network that is created by virtue of just being in that sec- in that in that area. My nephew is seven, and I can imagine, and he goes to Crawford already. He has a, a robust network. What we do at the Enterprise Development Academy is provide scholarship-based entrepreneurship education for underserved entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs who ordinarily can't access this um, opportunity, um, and we then provide that for them. Free of charge, as I said, scholarship-based, free of charge, gives quality education to entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So I, I mentioned earlier, failure is, a, is par for the course. 
it's it's really important. Um, understanding the entrepreneurial um, attributes is also really important. So we provide those kind of platforms um, to entrepreneurs across the life life cycle. So from startup phase to emerging entrepreneurs, we provide practical real life ex- examples. So you may think, oh, Gibbs, they provide only academic type of theoretical. Not at all. The Enterprise Development Academy is about practical real life experiences. So we've dealt with, for example, township entrepreneurs, and you know the nuances and the challenges that experience in that particular sector. And then we've dealt with um, ICT type entrepreneurs, and you know those challenges. So we provide an academic component, which is very practical, as I said, four months and then six months of mentorship. So you'd speak about the mentors and you spoke about the um, Tabang, the, the um, principal who you deal with. These are people who help you and bolster what you know and where you go. Um, build your network, enhance your network, etc. And we provide that within the classroom environment, but also outside of the classroom environment with a, with a mentor kind of relationship. Um, and we're currently, if I may just shamelessly punt, we have available opportunities for entrepreneurs in the green economy. So we're talking about youth being youth month. We are looking to provide the service and the green economy. You may ask what it's an underserved um, sector. Um, how many entrepreneurs do you know that are actually working in the green economy? Because it's such a small sector. So we've got a, a number. We've got 50 entrepreneurs currently on our program, all scholarship, as I said. And we're looking for the next cohort of 50 entrepreneurs. We want to be the reason that your business is able to franchise um, nationally. We want to be the, the partner that partners with you to make sure that you reach those levels of success. So if you, again, shamelessly punting, holler at me. Uh, you can email me. Um, at academy at gibbs so academy at gibbs or you can hit me up on twitter it's at gibbs academy or gibbs sa Um, visit our website it's gibbs.co.za forward slash eda and you'll find all the details of the scholarship it is very clear that i'm chilling in studio with two fireballs zarif minty and this beautiful beautiful lady from gibbs (laughs) (laughs) i mean we've got an amazing game changer on the line pakisa man how are you I'm well, man. I mean, how can we have such dialogues and conversations without talking about um, the hookup dinner? Just greet our listeners and tell us about uh, tell tell us who you are. Yeah, look, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Firstly, and uh, hello to your listeners. Uh, my name is Paki and I'm the co-founder of a platform called the Hookup Dinner, which is a networking platform for startup entrepreneurs to do three major things, to engage, to connect, and to contribute to each other's success, and that's what we're all about. Uh, we've been blessed to at least grow in the past couple of years um, to the present in nine African, uh, sorry, nine uh, provinces in South Africa and five other African countries, and I'm very happy to obviously speak about the one thing that I'm passionate about, which is entrepreneurship. Yes, sir. Pakiso, man, just tell us a little bit about um, the engagement that you guys are having on Friday, because I believe you guys have them every Friday um, once a month? Absolutely. We have them on the first Friday of every month across the country, um, including the other African countries as well. Um, we're going to be in Maboneng Precinct um, at a place called The Open, uh, where we're going to be obviously doing hosting a hookup dinner. 
this, this, you know, ever since we've been doing what we've been doing for startup entrepreneurs over the past uh, three years, we've realized that, you know, we needed to try something a bit new and try and put a bit more emphasis on allowing our entrepreneurs to be able to demonstrate their products on the platform um, as opposed to just having keynote speakers, you know. So for a while, we've been having a lot of keynote speakers and we thought, look, why don't we turn our keynote speakers to becoming entrepreneurs and for them to showcase it. So last month we had a gentleman called Zano from Scorch who came and literally did a, a full-on uh, um, fashion show because he designed and tailor-made uh, gentleman suits. And this Friday we're going to be having skinny school socks who obviously manufactures um, happy socks. And he's, again, bringing a whole array of of models and, and he's going to be selling socks on the platform and we get to obviously interview him as part of our keynote. And I think this is the strategy that we want to have moving forward as to how can we be able to allow entrepreneurs to showcase uh, their product at the hookup business but also becoming keynote speakers as well. So that's what's happening this Friday. Wow, man, that's purely amazing. And I mean, I think I've also been a recipient of um, some of the teachings at the hookup dinner, they've inspired yeah. me in a tremendously huge way. That's what a lot of people don't know. And you right. guys have done amazing work. I know that when Skinny Spoo Socks was starting out at the hookup yeah. dinner, I mean, I was one of the guys that was there with him. I think when we did the networking uh, uh, thing session, and I mean, it's purely amazing the opportunities that you guys not have just have done with him, but the Lazy Makoti. And yeah. I mean, a lot of guys that we've just watched come up and you guys have been phenomenal. What keeps you guys Thank inspired? You, what keeps you guys inspired? Look, man, uh, I think, one, we've got a vision of saying, how can we be able to reach, you know, one million startups across the African continent? Two is that, how can we then be able to address the issues of the country, which is unemployment, inequality, uh, you know, the issues around education? And also, how do we then allow, through some of the networks and the partners that we have, um, to, you know, allow young people through entrepreneurship um, to want to see entrepreneurship as an option. And the second thing to say, how can we be able to inspire, you know, young people to become active participants to the economy? Well, and I think when you look at things like that, you then yeah. realize that it's not just about what you do, but it's how you, you contribute towards, you know, the, the growth and the development of your country as a whole. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what then, you know, propelled us to do what we're doing every single day. And by also pushing to say, how do we then allow this ecosystem that, that is in the country, as much as I don't feel like it exists, because we, we all want to do what we want to do. But the ecosystem that exists in the country to say, how do we all collaborate and, and, and try, you know, with the vision of saying we're doing this in the betterment of the country. And we need to be able to inspire young people to, yeah, to, to participate in the economy. And I feel that entrepreneurship is, is the way to go. No, man. So thank you for your time, bro. But before you even leave us, please, how do we get a hold of you guys? Yeah, sure. I mean, online, um, I'd, I'd encourage people to uh, create their, their, their profile. Just to post a new website from www.thehookupdinner.com uh, to register there. And obviously, they'll be able to get all the details for the upcoming events. And the reason why we're allowing people to create profiles now is to say, with all the community that we have, I mean, we have over 102 strong, you know, database 
or community across the country? How can we be able to allow these people to try and cross pollinate? So if you're not part of the community, please join us on www.thehookupdinner.com. If not, please pop us an email on uh, thehookupdinner.gmail.com. Uh, if not, please come join us at the Hookup Dinner on Friday. We start uh, for, for, from 6.30 to 7. It will be done around 2100 at Maboneng Precinct. Uh, yeah, and then let's, let's keep in touch, and I hope that young people who are listening can be able to see this as an opportunity to network. And, uh, yeah, no, brother. what they do best. Now, I really appreciate you freeing up your time. I know you're a very busy man changing South Africa and the rest of the world. Nyabong, I'm fair to thank you very much. Yeah, Thank, thank you, you. Thank you very much. Sir. Have thank an awesome day. Me. Thanks. Sir. Thank you. So those are the guys at the Hookup Dinner doing tremendously well in the entrepreneurial development space. Two amazing, young, passionate guys that have soared within their strides or within themselves that they're going to put aside whatever desires and passions they had that were self-gratifying and they're going to develop other people, which has become their biggest gratification, which is a phenomenal and amazing thing. But I mean, you touched on something amazing earlier on when you were speaking about the program that you guys have and punting it, that it's open to almost anyone who is out there. And one of the biggest things that I'd like to ask, and I'm going to be bouncing on you and someone else at the moment, but who should attend? So we run um, open calls throughout the year, different programs, different industries. We want to capture all of South Africa. Um, The National Development Plan, for example, looks to the small uh, small businesses to create 800,000 jobs by 2030. We want to be in a position to... um, provide that platform to provide entrepreneurs who are creating um, employment opportunities. So in this particular instance, um, we have a green economy um, scholarship available. So those are on the current program. We've got a woman who has an independent power producer. You know the, the drama with ESCOM at the moment. She's providing an alternative. We've got another, um, an urban farmer on the same program. We've got a, um, a young man who has a, uh, sky, sky rink, you know, ice rink, um, oh. that doesn't re- require electricity, doesn't require, um, any of those kind of, um, capital expenditure. And he's providing this green kind of solution to something that we grew up with at Carlton Center, for example. So those are the kind, kind of entrepreneurs. And obviously the spectrum is broad when mm-hmm. it comes to the green economy, um, of entrepreneurs that we're currently looking for. We've just closed an open call, um, for entrepreneurs in the, um, manufacturing and processing sector. Um, but we're typically looking for the young person who doesn't have access to these, um, or exposure to the, this, um, kind of quality of of training and we want to be we want to partner with that entrepreneur um very soon we have um women um a a program coming up and i can't share too much detail but around women um in a very niche i'm not even going to say what sector but in a very niche sector in terms of women um entrepreneurs being kind of popular or, or common in that sector so we're looking for the underserved sector the underserved entrepreneur typically youth though Thank you very much. And another gentleman who's doing extremely well in the youth development space, township develop, entrepreneurial and leadership development space is Mr. Emmanuel Bonaka. Sir, how are you? Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. How do we talk <laughs> yeah. about entrepreneurship? How do we talk about leadership? How do we even talk about um, township revitalization and entrepreneurship and game changing without even mentioning your name? I mean, in the past no, couple you. of months, you have shown yourself yeah. to be a heavyweight, a heavy force. Congratulations on the work that you have done. 
Congratulations on everything, man. Just tell us quickly, who are you? What do you do? We're so excited to have you on the show. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. No, thank you so much. I'm truly, I'm truly humbled. I'm, I'm Emmanuel Bunoko. I'm the founder of Ibunoko Foundation and Ibunoko Holdings. So Ibunoko Foundation is more about social um, elements. That's where we um, help young people's bazaars. We do a lot of um, career expo. And also, we donate books across South Africa. And for holding the private company, we do business events, we do PR communication, uh, brand management, and also got interest in properties. So um, that's me, what I do in Asia. And obviously, I'm um, still humbled, you know, to be named by Forbes Africa magazine as one of the safety and things I've seen here to look out for. So, yeah, I'm grateful. And, yeah, big up to people like you also, but... Um, to inspire us, you know, for the work that we do. Obviously, um, you'll never do it alone. Also, you have to draw inspiration from somewhere. So, big up to you also, my brother. You see the thing, I was telling Zarif a little bit earlier on that the problem with you guys that are very successful and doing amazing things is that you're too humble. So you're always passing the praise on to someone else, man. Like, I mean, when I look at you, I follow you on Facebook, I follow you on Twitter, and you're doing yeah. amazing things, always throwing out inspirational yeah. stuff. And I know a lot of young people and a lot of guys are looking at you and they're thinking to themselves, what inspires mm. Emmanuel every day to keep going? Uh, what inspires me? Yes, sir. Hello? Yes, sir. What inspires okay. Emmanuel? For me, I'll say, firstly, I'll say God, you know, because um, i got so many... And dreams and vision that I want to achieve for myself. And sometimes people they don't understand or they can't even articulate your vision. So for me, I can say God inspires me to do what I do and He's the one that keeps me going against all odds, you know. And obviously, you know, surrounding myself with, you know, people who are very um, focused and optimistic about life. Also, I tend to draw inspiration from them. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not about you. You know, we're going to do what we're going to grow our companies, we're going to, you know, do exploits, but also be in a platform that also can influence are young people out there, you know. So I draw inspiration from God and also, you know, people within my circle that are doing well against all odds, you know, people like yourself, they were my body, um, the least and level I, I tend to draw my inspiration from and that's how I do it. And then, sir, I mean, I know that, you know, you have taken the townships of South Africa by storm, particularly Soweto, with the uh, Business Connect seminars that you are doing. You're bringing heavyweights, you're doing amazing things. And I mean, we, I, we here at Cliff Central and at 360 Biz feel like the fee that you are even charging the guys is nothing compared to what the, the, those guys' experience is worth. And for you to have pioneered that is exceptional. So just tell us about the one that you're hosting on Saturday, sir. Okay. Um, you know, over the years, you know, by God's grace, we've been doing um, business events across South Africa. So we've got two brands, the Business Connect Seminar and the Business Connect Seminar Back to God. So this time we are having upload and personal conversation, you know, with some of the highly influential business leaders and entrepreneurs in South Africa. And we are so truly honored to have a person like Bonam Mohali, um, the chairman of Shell Group SA. We've got Putima Hanyele. Um, the former group of Shanduga. We've got Faith Mangobi. She's on ETV and Sandra. Also, she's a business woman. And also, we've got, um, who, um, the, some they call him, uh, Thoughts. So, I know that we just want to come and have, you know, absolute, com- um, and a personal conversation with them on their journey. You know, some of the obstacles they, they had along the way. And also, what keeps them going against all odds. But also, the business connect is more about connecting young people to business opportunities. You know, we create platforms for young people, imagine entrepreneurs who want to come, learn, network, and engage. You know, and over the years, we've been doing successful stuff. And also, we've got business opportunities available for the day. Um, we've got big corporates on board, like your Saika, Proudly, Essen, just to mention the few, and that's where they come in and you know, facilitate business opportunities. 
which are available you know, for young people. So it's not only about just being talked and being inspired, but also we, have, we tend to have something of value that at least we are able to measure you know, the outcome of the success stories of the weather we do. So that's what we'll be having um, on 2nd July, um, this coming Saturday. Yes, sir. And then, I mean, yeah. bef- before, before, I know you're a very busy man talking to presidents and <laughs> leaders and <laughs> flying all over in your jets. Before you even leave us, people are going to be knocking yeah. at my door asking me, how do we get there? So could you please just share your website, your Twitter, your Facebook, where people can gather all the information? Okay, thank you so much. No, um, people can find me on Twitter, at Bunogo. Um, they can check my website, www.ibunokoholding.co.za, um, and also www.ibunokofoundation.co.za, Facebook, at Emmanuel Bonoko. And, uh, yeah, let's connect and um, come. Let's, I don't know if there are only some young people, but you'll never do it alone. You know, I believe in the power of joining hands. I believe in the power of being a teachable person, but also you can learn from others. So um, this is why we are creating such platforms to learn from each other. And I believe... And when we join hands, we can go far and do more. Sir, I honor you. I thank you. You are great. You are amazing. Thank you, King Bonoko. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Have an awesome day, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I mean, that was an amazing, I mean, heavy hitter that we just got there. He's young. I mean, these guys are doing amazing things. They make me feel like I'm 60. Emmanuel, I mean, Pakiso, Lebo, Zarif, Tabang. You guys are doing amazing things on this beautiful yellowish caramel bowl. <laughs> we're getting to the point where we're wrapping up the, pr- we were getting to the point where we're wrapping up the program for today. So I'd like you to just, what we do as a ritual on the show, we give 30 seconds of inspiration. So Zarif, sir. Give us your 30 seconds of inspiration. Before the 30 seconds, though, I think it's very important that we advocate that, you know, young people should support each other. So big shout out to Skinny Spoo Socks. You know, if he had to be an artist, he would have actually become gold in a day because of his Mm. deal with Destiny, man. So, yeah, man, congratulations on going gold. But, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's do 30 seconds. So I think what's very important for young people is that, you know, you need to work hard. Working hard is obviously key and very important. But away from that... about 67% of young people don't start up businesses. They don't do as well as they want to in academics because of the fear of failure. Um, now, we need to get rid of that fear of failure, and that's a mindset change. Mm. So a lot of young people need to spend time on self-improvement. Um, we need to go out and take those risks. We need, to, we need more entrepreneurs in South Africa, without a doubt, and I completely agree with you. I think we need a lot of entrepreneurs. We need to create that entrepreneurial mindset already at a high school level, at a university level. So thank you so much, guys. Please go out, work hard. Make sure that you become, you know, create that entrepreneurial mindset, take risks, and don't be scared of anything anymore. Quickly. Uh, in life, there are two types of people who have got the magnetized people, have got the demagnetized people. The magnetized people believe that they can do it and the demagnetized people don't care, they fear. So I say to you, go out there. God is the center of everything. Prayer, 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 and you will succeed. Amen. (laughs) We very recently had a dialogue evening and what came out very, very clearly is that entrepreneurs think they know, typically, I'm I'm just saying generally speaking, they know everything about everything. So my big thing is go out and research. Research um, networks, research, read, just do your homework before you go into any kind of conversation and that will stand you in good stead. Join us again next week, Tuesday, from 3 to 4 with your with your boy, Bulelani Balabala and Debo Homa 40 on 360 Biz as we develop entrepreneurs and give them a platform to shine. Thank you. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com.
Cliff Central. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.